0: This is a homebrew podcast.
1: Hi. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Sanity Damage, everyone. <laughs> Arr.
2: Arr. It's good to be back
0: at the high seas.
2: Yeah. Okay. Good to be
0: back at the high seas. I feel like I can hear a bit of an echo. Oh? Yarg, mateys?
2: Yarg. Yar. Yar.
3: All right. Well, I think we're ready to go. Hey, Moriarty, can you get me something out of that barrel there? What
4: would you need out of a
3: barrel? Do I don't know, Maybe an orange or... Something to
4: eat, Well, I do need some lemons for the calamari we're having later. What oh, the hell I is?
3: Don't spoil my appetite, then.
4: Jack, what's what what is in this barrel? What is that?
3: That looks like a very strange man. Oh, don't mind me, guys. I am just hanging out in this barrel.
4: That's supposed to be my lemons. What are you doing? Yeah, in
0: my he, he, he's a lemon, my friend. He, yeah. Thank you. I, I, you know what they say. When life gives you lemons, you let old Zanzibar join the crew. I
4: don't get paid enough for this.
0: So what do you say, guys? I, you just put the lid on the barrel.
3: You forget you saw anything, right? Yeah? You forget you saw anything?
4: I heard it. You forgot that I saw you, yes. All right. Welcome to the crew, Zanzibar.
1: Yarr Welcome back to Sanity Damage, a tabletop role playing game actual play live show. I'm your game master, Nathan, and I am joined tonight by my wonderful crew, Cody. Jack Rackman,
3: Captain of the Clacker. (laughs) Yar. (laughs) Jack Rackman, Captain of the Clacker.
5: <laughs> you're
3: okay okay,
4: Pippin <laughs> Mariarty, don't mind me I'm just rolling a barrel off the side of the
2: boat Ellen Selene the Star Child. what happens on the boat stays on the boat wink
1: and Alex
6: Clacker Volksen, I told you it was called the Clacker
1: join us on episode
6: <laughs> Did you repaint it to the clacker? No, I, I carved it you
0: into carved the... carved the
1: clacker into
0: it. Yeah. yeah oh, like oh on that's the... right, that's right. Just really? on the mask.
1: Yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, join us on episode 66 of our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Remember that we're a live show now, so if you listen to us in a podcast form, you could come and uh, hang out with us live bi weekly on Thursdays at 7.30 Eastern Time. Um, before we jump into the episode, I also want to shout out our first live show affiliate. So go check out Roll Around and Find Out. They're a Twitch streaming channel that does a bi-weekly ongoing D&D campaign. Um, I was able to catch the the first D- D&D episode that I had a chance to watch a couple days ago. It was a ton of fun. Um, AJ is very good at Terrifying Archfay, so go check that out. Um, on their alternating weeks, they also do uh, Midcraft and Baldur's Gate three playthroughs. So they've got something going on every week. Uh, it's a it's a blast. Go check out their campaigns. Their D and D campaign is a like Discworld character guyman world kind of mashup with a and steampunk elements. So s- there's always something going on on their channel on Tuesday nights at eight p.m. EST. Uh, last week or. Two weeks ago last last stream you uh renovated a boat from the west anakin navy and uh, you fought an enormous octopus and that took up pretty much the whole time like you you spent your time figuring out exactly what kind of modifications you wanted on your boat you got your crew together all of those good things so let's pick up now um you have uh, you have just defeated the octopus you haven't yet had a chance to rest, although aside from spending some spells, I don't think any of you are really that badly hurt. Um, Clacker, I can't remember, did you even take any damage, or did you just get grappled?
6: Uh, no, yeah, I, I just got grappled. That's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah? It was... Yeah. So you lost some resources, but you didn't lose any health. Yep. Um, maybe the most expensive thing you lost is a couple cannonballs, because you can't restock on those until you get to shore. Uh, yeah, so you're still on the open sea. It is evening, and uh, as the night settles, what would you all like to do?
2: Hmm. Um, I'm just vibing, honestly. I'm, like, kind of by the boat's wheel, the steering wheel of the boat. I don't know the technical terms and I did not research any of them. The helm maybe. That sounds familiar. And uh, yeah. I'm I'm kind of like pretending like I'm working on navigation, but like not really. I'm just like trying to flirt.
1: Okay. with Savannah? Yeah. All right. Well, you can role play that. You can make a flirtation check. You like. <laughs> we have flirtation checks.
2: What is a flirtation check?
1: Uh persuasion, performance, maybe insight. Take your pick. Make an argument.
4: You have to do all of them, and then it's the average.
1: <laughs> so right. here's
2: here's the thing about our sweet girl Celine. Um, I have really bad charisma, so insight is gonna be my best like I'm gonna like quietly work and no why me just watching her is so creepy <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean okay like... if you get a if you get a high insight role then like over the course of the evening you kind of pick up what her mood is what she seems to be interested in like yeah. how how she's vibing right now and then you can implement that later on
2: okay I like that that works for me um that would be really funny to do a bad charisma role, wouldn't it? Whatever.
1: Twenty one uh, on
2: insight.
1: insight. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, she she's putting on the first mate act. You know, she's being commanding. The other uh, crew members clearly respect her, but she's um, between between shouting orders. She seems to be pretty withdrawn like there's a lot on her mind um with a 21 i'd say like you know all of the crew have just come from cliffs bay likely they've all lost someone or maybe multiple people in the battle of cliffs bay and in the battles preceding the um the showdown
2: yeah i'm gonna um i'm gonna get go into my little pouch my little pouch of like sticks and good smelling herbs and random things i've found in nature and um i'm gonna uh tie like some lavender and some good smelling like rosemary and some other herbs into like a little satchel and i'm gonna be like hi um i'm sorry if this is a little forward but um i thought maybe you would like this little aromatherapy bag maybe it might bring you some comfort you seem a little I know, um, I'm not trying to be rude, but you seem a little, um, stressed, and, you know, it'd be, I could just help you out with that, um, here you go, and I give her her little smelling, good-smelling bag, and I wink at her.
1: <coughs> okay, let's see. She, uh, well, she's like, uh, thank you, so... I haven't heard of this, uh, roma therapy, where I just, I sniff it.
2: Are you, like, <laughs> yeah, basically, you could, um, you know, sleep with, sleep next to it, um, it will help you go to sleep if you're having some troubles with that, or if you're really stressed out, you could just give it a good smell and, like, maybe think of me, I don't know.
1: Uh, hmm, okay, well, I I appreciate the gift.
2: Yes, of course, and, um, Good job with the octopus. I, I love calamari. I've never had it, but I love it. And she's just gonna awkwardly just keep standing there and maybe just like back away from that situation. <laughs> Homer
1: Simpson into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Celine just watches you with kind of a cocked head and a confused expression as you retreat.
2: I don't even turn around. I'm just backing away. Right. And I probably like Ma- bump into a railing. Yeah. And I'm make, like, oh. make
1: make an acrobatics check. Oh
2: shit That's oh, actually my. something I'm good at. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm okay at. Ooh, that's yeah, a six. You <laughs> definitely fall prone. You trip over so, like a coil of rope.
2: <laughs> I I am totally meant to do that. I'm just I'm gonna go see what the guys are up to. Yeah, and I'm just gonna go off and find Clacker, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Having disposed of Zanzibar, what are the guys up to? <laughs> wow. What was that I'm... guy?
4: Um, well, he had gave me a lemon, which we're going to have with this calamari, just a nice squeeze on it, fried calamari, and then I was thinking, well, actually, I don't have time to make some potato salad, but just some fried calamari tonight with some tartar sauce. How's that, you?
2: Um... So, uh Jack, I was thinking about when you said there was no um fraternizing on on the ship, and I do um I think you're right about that one. I think I should have listened to you. Make a fool of yourself, did you? Did you fraternize already?
3: I barely turned me back.
2: No, I no. <laughs> I know. Kim's gold
4: pieces say she flubbed it
2: already. No, I'm very. um, People like me, okay. I can totally I'm... fraternize if I like wanted to.
3: Well, there's a good reason why I said it. I best not catch you doing it.
2: No, no, no fraternizing from me. A uh, scout's honor, and scout is actually a guy I know who used to say that a lot. <laughs>
1: Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nelton nods. I remember that guy. He was kind of weird.
2: Yeah.
3: Is he Super weird? with us, or is he with the Mind Flayers? Um...
2: I find it weird question. that they,
4: you both know the guy. You guys are from different places.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Um, You know, he travels a lot. He um, he has a lot of enterprises. A uh, little bit of a sketchy guy, if I if I must be a little no, honest. No, it
4: makes more sense why Nelton knew him. Yeah. No it fans, but you're you were nef- you of a nefarious background there for a bit.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really turning my life around, guys. Well I'm glad to hear that. It's
3: never too late to turn your life around, I always say. You could uh never thought about joining gamalism <laughs>
1: Um Gamalism, no. That's yeah. uh, I mean that's that's and all of them, right?
3: Yeah, well, you know, I'll admit I don't know as much about it as I'd like. Not very well educated, but Yul is the old father for a reason.
2: Um, can I make a stealth check to see- to roll my eyes, but I don't want Jack to see me roll my eyes at that.
3: <laughs> I don't
1: think you need to roll for that. I think
2: you
4: do I- that. I totally want to see that. I want to roll a perception
1: check. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do a roll off.
2: Roll the Yes! Go. A yes. roll off! Alex, Clacker, you've been here the whole time. That's uh Ooh. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah character sheet. You d- did you see me hit my dice though, or you hit my dice? That was really fun. Yeah. Dice but yeah, you was. definitely see me roll my eyes.
1: Bunch of character sheets in this crew. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing what I can do to fix that. That's alright.
3: I'm just giving you a hard time, y'all. Not everyone can be as perfect as Jack Rackman.
2: Jeez, that was a 25 perception check. Dang.
1: He sees everything.
2: Everything. He sees all All
1: the fraternizing.
3: All the fraternizing, all the eye rolls. You know, I'll tell you something. (laughs) It's a very famous quote. Is that a captain can never uh, second guess himself. Because if the second eye lose confidence... Who, what do you guys got to believe in? You got nothing.
4: I mean, they can believe in me.
2: Um, that I believe in can, you. I um, What believe... is the
3: cook without his captain? Yar. Did you not hear the rest
4: of it? You? you can believe in the me that believes in you. That's all that
3: matters. I gotta believe in the you to believe in the me.
4: You say and you don't believe in me. After all the shit I have beaten up, you I don't believe in me. I was thinking
3: more of a sixth dimensional Belief.
4: You can think about me in six dimensions if you like.
3: Well, there's only three here. So? We're all dreams, Moriarty. None of this is real.
4: So what I'm hearing is that you're dreaming about me, Jack. I am not. Apparently you are. I'm here, aren't you?
3: As a thought is.
4: Oh,
1: we're back on that topic now. So I'm so just gonna that. go serve the crew. M- the kind of Ari. calls from the mizzen mast, crow's nest. Careful with oh. the 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 a word.
2: Um, maybe we should call him Alan.
3: Alan Wake.
1: <laughs> I I feel better with this arrangement.
3: We'll have to think of a different name. Alan Alan Wake is trademarked. I just looked.
2: <laughs> I mean, just Alan is is fine by me. I'm I'm fine with saying just Alan.
4: Just Alan. Just Alan.
2: Um. So, um, what was it about this? Just Alan again. He is um a cosmic being who um dreams create realities, and his current wow. dream is our current reality. And if he ever wakes up. Um... uh, Reality's dead? Is that... Is that right?
3: You've got it. Needle nailed on the head.
2: Okay, that's fine. Um, you know... Sometimes I'm a little spacey with the backstory. I was just trying to make sure it was all... We were all on the same page. Um so uh how how many more days? i guess i would be the one who knows how many more days this is gonna be a long journey have we thought about doing group therapy i think it's nice that we just get we just get to talk together and kind of work out our feelings you know maybe um maybe the calamari could have used a little bit more salt i do love it though it's my first time having calamari it is quite delicious
1: you were asking how many more days
2: yeah, I would know this because I'm the navigator,
0: yeah. wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> can we get a can we get a cooking check from Moriarty to see how good? that yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, please.
2: I yeah. mean, it's it's kind of hard to mess up calamari, am I
1: right? And yeah, if you want to describe like the process, I think you explained your tartar sauce a little bit, but like, <laughs> oh is God. it sautéed, broiled? I,
4: I clean the octopus, you know, and then I bettered it in some of the flour with some of the eggs I brought on board and, and then I deep fried it and that's where we got this fried calamari very nice with and just a little, a little bit of a things juice things. of the lemon because I may have kicked the other lemons over with the stowaway just kidding they're just in a barrel tied to a rope off the side of the boat
3: yeah mine was extra good because I added some of my secret ingredient
2: it's um,
4: tartar sauce
2: What's your secret ingredient, Captain Jack?
3: Whatever, eggs. secret Jack.
2: <laughs> Insight check. Just kidding. Um,
0: <laughs> roll off. Another roll off. <laughs> I think that, I mean, I, I don't know if you know it. Do you have prestidigitation?
2: Uh, no, I don't.
0: Maybe you'd need some sort of arcana check. I don't know, but that's all I'm doing. I'm just doing
1: prestidigitation. Yeah, you thought Same it was trick you used back with the Lizardfolk when they had their like, right. strong, like, uh putrid grog. Sure was good to me. For there putrid we go. grog.
2: So do we have...
6: For putrid grog. There, there was <laughs> that rule grog.
4: that she
5: <laughs>
2: So <laughs> do we have
5: forward.
2: a specific destination we're trying to reach in... Actually, I should probably do some characters. So, um, Captain... <laughs> it's kind of fun to call you Captain. Um, no, you can call me, Captain. You can call me Navigator, No fraternizing
3: between the crewmates. <laughs> this... I'll tell you when I'm fraternizing.
4: <laughs> that is um, a kind of play I know about. He we... is right in front of him.
2: Do you know um, kind of where in Tel-U-R? Tell- oh, Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Kelwaruma. Kelaruma. Kalaruma. Yeah. Kelwaruma.
2: Uh do you do you have a destination in Kalaruma where we headed? It looks like um according to this map, there's some several isle islands, um
1: yeah.
2: large a large city, maybe some small villages. Um
3: I believe there's a port in the south part of the main island. Uh, we could go there.
2: Okay, and then maybe just start asking around, hey, um... Have you looking... heard
3: of legendary artifacts around here?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of been our go-to move just to go and ask when we
3: get there. Yeah, well, yeah remember w- the Eye of the Norns? Right up until you started uh, doing whatever you were doing, reading the stars, what was that all about? Can't you tell us where it is?
2: Um, That's right, like...
3: you could do that.
2: <sighs> okay, let me just chill for a second let's
3: my job as the navigator alright. let me just, well, right, let yeah, me just right, chill for a
2: second and i'll see if the stars want to talk to me is it are the stars out now
1: the stars are out now
2: yeah i'm gonna like take a deep breath maybe smell my like good smelling pouch my pouch of good smelling things i just collect things that smell interesting and put it in this pouch i've decided it's character choice i've made just now um and it, <laughs> And, um, I'm going to cast, uh, Legend Lore again, Nathan.
1: Okay. Concerning the boat? Yeah. Okay. No, Jack, just kidding, the boat. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll get you some Legend Lore on that, and I want to remind you, um, it's looking like it's going to be about 22 days, but with Jack uh, controlling who wins, you can subtract about 20% from that, so. Mm-hmm.
2: And does that that'll... port have a name?
1: Uh, yes, it sure does.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> the port of Kalaruma.
1: <laughs> yep. Is it the we'll, port? We'll do some Legend lore, and then we'll figure out the, the port. The name. Yeah. Now,
2: so, is,
0: are we sailing right over an underwater city? About to like, is that what I'm seeing here?
1: Narrow. That um, is. Yeah. That is exactly what you're seeing there. Um,
2: oh, I could. Um, what if we just like? I could turn into a dolphin. We could go check out the little underwater city. Or are we against side quests? Like.
6: No. How far down under the water is the city?
2: Yeah
1: anyone who wants to, go ahead and give me a history check. Any of you could have feasibly heard of this. Although, um, I'm gonna say, uh, it actually has been mentioned on air before when uh, three of you were present, so all of you except for Celine can make this with an advantage. Mm,
2: that's like a eight, I think.
1: Arr, I got a ten. With
3: advantage. <laughs> an eighteen.
2: Wait, it was a nineteen, wasn't it?
3: I got a
4: 10. Uh, I think I'd recall something. I beat it a week. beat.
1: Yeah, Moriarty would remember that um, the uh, night of uh, Hell's Breath led to the uh, contract where the three ancient dragons of Pindrahal refused to get involved with mortal affairs. Um, the three ancient dragons used to be four ancient dragons, because Authagoliscir mm. Galan, may he rest in peace, died during those events. Um, part of those events was the sinking of half of Penderhal. So, the island of Penderhal. Let me see if I can do this in such a way that all the audience can see. Oh, hang on, I'll just do a drawing. Let's see. Let's see. Um, the island of Penderhal used to look like this. For those of you on the podcast go over to youtube and you can see this but like i don't know, like oh, wow. a pelvis i oh, guess wow. yeah mm. it it used to it used to be enormous and now it's like a skinny little island um but yeah it, it used to have an entire like central section that is now underwater and that mm. that section is the aquatic kingdom of narau
2: like, so is it actually inhabited? Like there's mm-hmm. underwater people that live there?
1: Yes.
3: <gasps> Damn.
2: I mean, I can only be a dolphin for like an hour though.
3: We had to yeah. we'll go down ever. there somehow. Yeah, hey, it's, it's reasonably to be deep.
1: It's like it's like um it's not ocean floor continental shelf deep, but it's like the lip right before the drop off deep.
2: Oh, okay. <sighs> I bet you it's super pretty though. I bet you like there's like villas that overlook the the, the continental dip.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
3: but everything's better down where it's better.
1: School children daring each other to swim out over it.
2: That's the you know, butt.
1: I heard the seaweeds always greener.
2: Ooh. I heard you sea. can get um, um a nice little timeshare that down there time and it, it really share. becomes an investment property over time. <laughs>
4: Me on the the lease with like the co-signer, you can buy it, and then when you drown down there, I'll, I'll take it over.
2: Yeah, we can. Um, you know, when this is all over, let's get a little place in uh the underwater City and like retire. You know, doesn't that sound fun?
4: I mean, yeah. uh, I I would like uh, personally. I'd prefer a place where I don't have to have equipment to breathe. For my you know retirement home yeah. Yeah, that's
5: by fair. the time
3: I retire, I'm hoping that there's an independent republic for pirates or something you know that I've you know ripped from the hands of the governments that be and you know that's where I, I'll take it easy once I've once I've secured some sort of place where no one
1: can come after me. right? Some kind of Nassau adjacent thing might be in the Astral Sea, I don't know.
3: I might make enemies on this plane that are too big.
4: Can I mean... We'll find out when we get there, so...
2: How... um, I mean, I've only heard stories of the Astral Sea. I would like to see it someday myself. Maybe not being attacked. Maybe as like a little leisure cruise. Through space.
3: Well, once we get Nagish's eye back, I mean, I think he can make
1: it happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nagish, how do you want to so, retire? I'm going to yell up
1: to uh, Nagish. I imagine that once I get out of the reach of just Alan, I will be able to dream my own reality exactly the way I want it to be. I'll be surrounded by friends that come out of my happiest dreams. Maybe unicorns with fish tails. That would be Ooh. nice. Uh, all of you of course maybe multiple of each of you so that there's plenty of you to go around uh i don't know it's just (laughs) me and lots of friends we said no
4: fraternizing among the crew
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh no just so that we can have stimulating conversation
2: well thank you so much i think this is a good um I'm glad we're talking and communicating and sharing our hopes and dreams. I think it's going to really bring us together as a crew.
1: I have a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> I don't Great. Even know what to so say
2: fun folk conversations. Legend
1: <laughs> lore. Um, Celine. Let's see. Regarding the boat of Sankyriang.
5: Sankyriang.
1: Let's see. Yeah, so I'm going to give you a little bit each time you cast it. You've got, you know, mm-hmm. many days to get there. I think what you get now is a very clear... Like, last time it was kind of a general cryptic overview. I think this time you get a very clear snapshot of part of the myth. Um. Now, this drops into your head like a fully formed... Scene, you're not sure how much of it is myth and how much of it is history, and where, where the lines blur between one and the other. Mm-hmm. But um, what what you get is um, follows a woman named Sumbi. Sumbi was um, was raised in the wilderness. She was apparently an orphan girl kind of like a jungle book character you know just like raised by animals in the woodlands Mm -hmm. and uh uh and let's see she uh one day was adopted by the king of the largest island in uh, the chain that makes up kelwaruma um this king found her on a hunting expedition and uh he adopted her, seeing that thinking that she was being like uncared for, that she was just on her own.
5: Uh-huh.
1: And, uh, you know, this came with some uh, great benefits. She uh, got, uh, you know, excellent tutors. She was very curious, loved reading, and especially loved weaving. That was one of her favorite pastimes. Anything to do with yarn and uh, thread, any form of, of, Clothing or like blanket creation, you know, so weaving, knitting, uh, crocheting. What else is there? Um, Uh, macrame. Um,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Looming, loom Cloth
1: creating. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's called, Um, uh, fiber arts.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So fiber arts, any kind of, any kind of fiber art is, is what she excelled at. Embroidery, um, cross stitching, Mm -hmm. all of that. Uh, so she really enjoyed that, but being raised as royalty was also very difficult for her because she had spent her first few years roaming the woods and was now confined by tradition to remain within the palace. And the palace had a beautiful garden within, like, the walls of the courtyard, but that, um, quickly became, uh, what's the word? Repetitive, I guess. You know, she knew all of the plants and animals in the courtyard, there wasn't. There was never a horizon to explore. So, you know, she she grew up pretty lonely because of this. Even though she had all of the material comforts that she wanted, and she was very grateful for that, but there was always kind of a, a sadness about her. Um, so, a lot of times when she was feeling particularly lonely, she would uh, pursue her fiber art craft. Um, from the, the walls that overlook, that surround the palace. Mm-hmm. And then she could look out over the the tropical forests that she came from. One day while she was doing this, she was spinning thread on a bamboo weaving utensil. Um, oh, she also, partially because of her uh, tutelage, and partially because she had just the natural talent for it, she uh, um... She often weaved magical properties into her cloth. She was a magical weaver.
2: Oh, interesting. So she was
1: yeah, she was weaving on the palace wall, overlooking her beloved forest and wishing that she could venture forth. And she dropped her weaving tools over the wall. Um, you know, they slipped out of her hand, and this was terrible. She was deeply saddened because she's forbidden from venturing forth. She can't leave the courtyard even just that far. So, and you know, she's uh she's like 19 at this point. Um, She uh, calls out, I suppose she could have just asked for a guard, but she was emotionally distressed and wasn't really thinking everything through, as can be the case. And so she called forth that she would reward whomever would return her bamboo to her. If it be a woman, she would view the woman as a sister and reward her with all of the riches of the... Um, of the palace and if it would be a man then she would wed him
5: mm. Mm.
1: now not hearing that declaration a uh, dog who was not entirely a dog saw the bamboo stick and ran up and grabbed it as dogs do and fetched it back to her
2: dog wedding
1: and so she was like well I guess I've got to do a dog wedding and uh, um. And so uh, she decided to honor her declaration, which obviously caused tremendous scandal in the palace. So she was cast out from the palace. Ironically, she could now retrieve her bamboo sticks herself wow. and uh, was made to live in a small hut in the woods, which was perfectly acceptable by her. Right. Because now she's back into the um, into the woods and she prefers the company of animals to that of people anyway. Um, shockingly, once every full moon, the dog turned back into his original form—a beautiful humanoid god.
2: <gasps> Reverse werewolf.
1: Reverse werewolf. Wow. So, wow. We'll, earlier so, spell, earlier when you cast this spell,
4: werewolves come from
1: where? Earlier when you cast the spell, you got some uh, uh, druidic vibes. Now you're getting some lycanthropy vibes. So the truth yeah. may be somewhere in the middle. It may be both. It may be just one of them. Okay. Yeah, and so, so uh, they uh, you know came to an arrangement, and uh, he uh, faithfully protected her in dog form, and they were otherwise like fully married uh, when he was in human form, and uh, eventually, Sumbi bore a child uh, named uh, Sankurian. Um, I think that's all you get from this casting of Legend Lord, but that's a significant, like, chapter of the saga that's wrapped up in this book.
2: Yeah, I think uh, uh, Sleen is very, like, engrossed and definitely feels a connection to Zumbi. Like, they both um, have spent time in the wilds and solitude, and they both have had... um, former lives of privilege that they didn't really vibe with and wanted to escape and uh uh, she didn't marry a dog Selene hasn't married a dog yet but like it could (laughs) still be on the list and I'll tell I'll tell them yeah kind of um yeah I'll tell them everything I don't think there's anything like I'm hiding uh huh I'll tell them about the um yes so there was this lady zumbi and she was kind of a wild child like me and then she became a princess and then she didn't really want to be a princess and then she married a dog and they kicked her out of palace and then um you know it turns out the dog was a reverse werewolf and they had a baby and that baby was um sankiriang whose um boat we're looking for I am. Arr,
3: right, right And what was the story from last time again about the boat uh, He
2: Uh, he, to... he carrying, and his father His dog father Um Something bad happened and the father died And then the boat uh, Transformed into something That was also a boat but maybe not a boat that The first boat it...
1: The first boat broke and he had to make a second boat Yes mm, right. well, That explains the dog father
2: yes but i really um yeah it's kind of um a really sad story i think
3: sure, it is kind of sad
2: i mean are any of these stories happy stories i don't know it seems like they all are very um bittersweet yeah
3: i got uh, yeah, story was really sad as well
2: what was taigal's story again
3: if I remember
0: right, Tygall's story was that he he lost everything, and then he like had to sacrifice his dead son to the animals. The animals wanted his body parts because nature, you know, death begats life. You know what I mean. So the animals needed his parts, and Tygall let them, and then they blessed his totem pole fire? I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's totem pole pretty much it.
1: Yeah, so his his son um drowned at sea and he recovered the body and buried it, but then the animals dug it up and he was at first really upset and tried to fight them off and they explained the whole cycle of life thing that you described and so he made peace with them and then they blessed him with their gifts in turn which are gifts that you now possess through the totem. Um,
2: hmm. I think... Celine will remember this. I think she's trying to see if there's anything that fits into how do I how do I explain this? She's trying to see if there's any sort of pattern that can form from knowing these two different stories. Like obviously, a loss of family is a thing, a connection between them. Mm-hmm. Um, having to sacrifice it sounds like it's a connection. Parent Being and child. Skilled craftsman. Yeah, skilled craftsman is a connection. Um...
1: Yeah, there's a lot of parallels between these two stories. It's significantly harder to draw clear parallels between these two stories and the Eye of the Nords.
2: Yeah. Indeed, the
3: Eye of the Nords story was really weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tell me and...
1: about it, Nagish calls down.
2: <laughs> so these hags um, there's, how many of them are after you should we um...
1: there's one
4: There's what... Sh-
2: should we be on hag watch I mean I've I've tangled I mean with hags before The they're not the most fun people too
4: to be fair you should always be on watch for hags just saying I mean they're hags they're you should always be watching out for hags
2: if a hag was part of the crew would I be able to fraternize with them
3: I would prefer if you didn't. No.
2: What if um, one of the hags like maybe snuck onto the crew and was secretly a crew member? Are you, I mean, they're... I could I could be a honeypot and kind of like you know, ask around. Do you want
3: of... to? Do... Like, have you ever seen? I thought you said you've seen a hag. They're not particularly.
2: No, but they can like disguise themselves. So. Wow.
6: Now, I know we've gone over this already before, but are you sure you're not a hag?
2: I am 100% positive <laughs> I am not a hag. Seems someone like cast Zone of Truth. You're
6: a really standing one. up for the hags right now. Yeah. I'm not
2: standing up for the hags. I'm just saying, if you need someone to kind of... Um, get in deep with the crew and see if any of them are secretly oh, had, that, I... that
4: That's what you're gonna say there. Yes. <laughs> that's a little bit past yeah, fraternizing, right. isn't it? <laughs> <All right. sighs> get in deeper.
3: All
1: right. Celine, Why what's your passive perception?
2: Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what, it's ten plus your modifier? Yeah. Uh, Fourteen.
1: Okay.
2: Wait, I'm proficient and intelligent. Does that mean I get or in wisdom? Does that mean I get to use? No, that's for a saving throw. Never mind, I'm dumb.
1: <laughs> okay, so as you're having this conversation about fraternizing and whatnot, uh, the conversation would probably lead you to glance over at Savannah again, mm-hmm. um, and you would see that Nelton is trying to tell her jokes.
2: Can I eavesdrop?
1: You are uh, on... I, I imagined you being kind of toward the stern of the ship. I'm sorry. Stern is front, right?
2: Uh, bow is totally the front. Bow,
1: Thank- bow and stern of is ship yeah. yeah. to a new
2: I, land is how works, I remember that's, that. Burned. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. So... I, I imagined you closer to the bow, but yeah, you can. As you're talking, you can kind of maneuver a little bit and try to eavesdrop. So just make a like, make actively make a perception check.
2: Actively make a perception check. Something Slaine's pretty decent at. Awesome.
4: You said that last time, but you rolled like a three.
2: I <sighs> rolled like a five <sighs> plus uh. The... Thirteen. Thirteen. Nice. Nice
1: my 12 um yeah so he's he's um he's like you know i've always wanted to be on a, a pirate ship and be a, a pirate myself you know what a what a pirate's favorite fruit is and savannah like rolls her eyes she's like what and an orange and nelson's like oh oh you've heard that one <laughs> um and he just kind of keeps going through some like really low-hanging fruit pirate jokes
2: um and, uh, does she look impressed
1: she looks um no, certainly not impressed but maybe uh um oh, words are escaping me tonight
2: is she like amused is she annoyed like what's the, yeah, what is the yeah. body language like is she leaning yeah, into she, him
1: right yeah she's receptive to it you know it's um Amused is a little bit strong, but kind of endeared to his efforts.
2: Um, I'm gonna yell. Um, hey Savannah, what do hey, you call yes. a, a pirate with two eyes?
1: Um, uh, a rookie, right? Inexperienced.
2: Dang it. You're so smart.
1: I've, I I am I'm a pirate. I've heard all of these. <laughs>
2: I like you for your mind. uh Just just thanks. let you know.
3: It's a weird thing to say.
1: Yeah, she Savannah kind of glances between you and uh, Nelton.
2: Any, I'm gonna like I'm gonna just laugh like uh one of the guys said something really funny. <laughs> 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 uh, wow.
1: Uh, For that I'm giving her advantage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's still she's still um thinking y'all might just be kind of weird, but
2: I mean uh, she's so, not wrong.
1: Right, right, she's not wrong. So the the night proceeds. Um you can each take a long rest at this point. There's enough Whoa. of you, especially with the crew, that you can each take short watches, and it's all fine. Especially with Nagish, because he can sleep with a couple eyes open.
2: Okay, long rest. I am going to roll. I'm gonna sleep outside so I can get all my cool star stuff back.
1: I don't think I have 109 hit points. That sounds high for you. That, that sounds, sounds more really like your for you. sanity. Yeah. Oh, and the name of the port, I'm going to type it here and then I'll go back and make it uh, more official between now and next week. But let's see, that would be the port city of Yurikanoa.
2: Yurikanoa. Yeah. And then I'm going to roll for my portents. Why does it say my language is Celestial right now? Weird. Um. Why
1: did, why is there a map that's called Satellite View? Is there satellites? Oh, oh just no. like from space. Um.
2: Oh, it was almost 20. Did it actually
4: add stuff to it?
2: First fourteen,
1: it's a fourteen. There we go. The satellite view Cody, just shows you the weather as opposed to this showing you all the names of locations and stuff. Oh. It's the one with like the actual water and the clouds floating over. Oh, no, it's Ice black tank.
4: right now.
0: Oh sorry. I thought it was literally in space. I was like, oh shit.
1: Pippin, you should go to space.
2: Go to space.
1: Your
3: space, the file from. Oh, are
1: those your important roles? Those yeah. Of yeah. Important roles? Okay. okay.
2: Of the US. That's a 14 and a 10 it's for my importance, and the 7 is my. Uh, woe.
1: Wheel and woe.
4: Okay. Wheel and woe. <clears throat> cool. But yeah, it's not working.
1: It is working now?
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, all right. Well, the morning comes around. I imagine Moriarty is probably up at. Fisherman's Dawn getting some uh, breakfast.
4: Sure, I am. I mean, I'm just, you know, cooking up some different, trying out different methods of cooking, you know, octopus.
1: Nice. Do you want to go ahead and make a couple of cooking checks and a fishing check or two?
4: Am I going for specific issues? Sure. Why am I? What is with the low rolls today? I
5: don't know. Man. I don't know. We're all having them.
4: Okay, there, there's a decent one. All right, two cooking nice. rolls, and you said some fishing.
1: Yeah, so your first uh, attempt at breakfast calamari is kind of a, a flop.
4: Like maybe, maybe the calamari literally is calabari. flopping around.
3: Yeah. All right, maybe I need to go find a fishing tool. I'd rather eat one
4: of those lemons. You have yeah, this what you can hive, you can just hive some lemons.
3: Bastard.
2: Hold on, I'm also seeing if I want to change any of my spells out.
1: Okay, yeah, go ahead and prepare whatever you want to. Oh,
0: I We're still several to days out, right?
1: Cool. Yeah. Where do you see a couple um flying fish? You know that they feed on, uh, these particular flying fish feed on surface floating detritus in the water like detached kelp and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they flit around through the surface of the water in the air and uh, they are probably about the size of like an Alaskan salmon. I mean, that's a yeah. reference for Pippin not for Moriarty.
4: Yep, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah.
4: All right. Well, I just need to do a fishing check, which I forgot to completely set up on this. Oh, uh, no worries. So, just gotta remember. I know I have an advantage and other stuff because of I have my oh yeah ability. Right. My I have, well, fishing pole, uh, corpse mm-hmm. worms, and from my background.
1: Right. Corpseworm's from Kraz way back when. Yep.
4: Which I think they actually do about the same thing as my... I think they do the same thing as my background.
1: Yeah, did you take the fisherman background from Saltmarsh? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so they would do the same thing. I didn't realize that at the time.
4: Yeah, so I think I just have advantage on fishing. Let me double-check how... So I'll just roll till now. let's see
0: what's it. I mean in a way you have the ability to give other people advantage then too though, right? That's true.
4: Alright, so we just use fishing tackle, which is a let's see uh, an advantage. So I'll just roll a D twenty twice and then I'll get that set up.
2: Mm. What do you think's more helpful? Polymorph for freedom of movement.
4: Okay, so 18 plus 8, 26.
1: Nice. Yeah, you, you can catch, let's see, yeah. Catch four flying fish. Nice. Just a really nice haul. Yeah you can mix that into your uh, cooking rotation.
4: Alrighty. I think it'll be good. I mean. Some weird octopus for breakfast. You guys can have some tartar sauce, and I'll uh, get to prep on these for lunch. Sweet. And it's the new day. If I had tartar sauce the first day. Today I am making my alchemy jug into uh, how much was it? Let me double check how much beer, but I'm making beer.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with your alchemy jug.
4: Mm-hmm. I just wanted to double check how much I make. I yeah. think it's four like,
0: gallons. Yeah, and then you can make like what a one gallon of hard liquor or something like that, or
1: um
2: a gallon. of think it was a hard liquor.
1: Wine, not of like spirits. Oh, there,
0: there is wine. There's one, one gallon of wine. For some reason, I remember it being hard liquor, oh. but maybe that was a. Homebrew thing. Yeah, or Pathfinders,
1: like a similar item. Oh yeah. I did play Pathfinder for years and years and years. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
4: so I made four gallons of beer and I'm putting them into one of those kegs and
1: stuffing it up. Well the crew is jolly glad to have you aboard. I'm gonna improve all of their loyalty scores. Nice one nice. And so, um yeah, the morning <laughs> Passes, the water is a little bit choppy. There's a bit of a mist from the night. And, uh, or I, I shouldn't say the morning passes, the dawn passes. As the morning is getting underway, as the fog begins to dissipate just a little bit, you all would see uh, two ships on the horizon. One of them is a bit larger than the other one. It's hard to judge exactly how much larger from this distance, unless any of you have spyglasses. Um, I knew a man
4: with a spyglass. <laughs>
1: yeah, I bet Savannah has a most. spyglass.
5: It
6: was, you know, it was, it was bigger than average. That spyglass.
1: <laughs> if I roll an eight or lower, she doesn't have a spyglass. She does have a spyglass. Yes. Um, yeah. So one of them is probably about the same size as your vessel, and the other one is a good deal bigger than that. Oh, this they is gonna be it. Aren't they flying colors? They are flying colors. They're flying Taiyangese colors. Oh boy. Both of them are? Both of them are. They seem to be escorting each other.
4: Yeah, that's a rough fight for us, so we might want to take a wide berth.
1: Yeah, you can see they're um, they're red flags with a green, like serpentine dragon on it. The green is um, (coughs) embroidered with kind of gold trimming. You're um, obviously too far away to see that at, at detail, but she'll pass around the spyglass, so you can all confirm that.
2: Oh, thank thank you. I kind of, um, touch her hand a little bit as she hands it over to me.
0: Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> Which way is the wind blowing? Is it blowing our... Time. Like, the actual wind, is it blowing towards us? Like, towards them? Or towards us from the, them, or...
1: The wind would be blowing towards How. It would be kind of um northwest which is going to be with them and against you
3: well it's with them and with us i was going to say i was hoping
4: it was going the other way that way as we try to do a maneuver to you know stay out of their cannons we should probably head north
0: in combat it's harder for me to do my move because i think it's a bonus action
4: Fair. That's why I'm trying to keep us out of a fight with the two ships. But if we have I, to, you know, it is what it is.
2: I mean, are we gonna get in combat? Can anyone, um, maybe send a message to the ships and say, "Hey, like, don't fight us. We don't, we don't want to hurt you. We are just passing through." It's, I would have
4: to say I doubt that that would go well, since you know, we are flying, we are driving a ship of the nation they're at war with.
2: Yeah, but we're not like affiliated with the nation they're at we war are with.
4: We are sailing one of their, what, what class was this? Is it a battleship? Uh, oh, it's it's a destroyer.
1: A, uh, destroyer. Oh, that destroyer. A yeah, we that, are
4: not a non, uh, we we are the thing they would want to a Destroyer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what if we just like all, um, got some white, white how hand, hand, and we waved them
4: then i think we we're, were board us take us captive and that would be the end of this but
2: is there any way to like explain hey we just bought the ship because it was out of commission
3: yeah i could do uh what's it that that spell lets you yell real loud
2: that yeah no i like that spell that lets you yell real loud what I'm going no, to call
3: spell. Oh, what's that spell called? let you yell real
0: loud <laughs> again?
2: The spell let you yell real loud, and there's a spell that lets you shoot fireballs from your hands, and...
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: I say we just avoid them and start going north or out of the way of are going first.
1: So you and can then... certainly try to evade. Given that you see them, you know it's likely that they've also seen you. You're not currently yeah. flying a West Anakin flag, is you there are any, a West Anakin vessel.
2: Is there any way to fly a flag real quick that's like a smiley face?
1: I mean, I think technically prestidigitation lets you briefly recolor something.
2: <laughs> I don't have prestidigitation. I have druidcraft. Can I druidcraft a flag real quick?
1: I think that's outside of the range of druidcraft. Oh,
2: okay. There's I so will t- say t- that if the wind is
0: coming towards us, if we go straight out they'll have to cut across to get us and then if we go straight I mean we'll always have the wind because I can control that Mm -hmm. so once we get past them like they can't catch up so
4: whatever maneuver we're going to start doing to avoid conflict we should do it now before they have a chance to intercept
3: I'll admit I don't think that we're going to be able to get away. I think we can do it.
2: I think we should at least try. And while... Um, there... Uh, oh man, why is my spellbook not showing me the spells I want to see? <laughs> um, well, you focus on that, we um, can focus on... Um, you know, just being prepared in case they do attack. And maybe coming up with a strategy. I don't really have a, a, a strategy yet. That doesn't mean I can't.
6: You know, maybe we can say to them, you know, hey, we know this doesn't look like we we get along very well, but, you know, we, we just stole this ship. We, we stole it from some people we pirated.
2: But we don't so- want to pirate you.
4: Exactly, yeah. I still think the end goal is they're like, Oh, so you're a and open fire.
1: Nelton oh, yeah. at this point will say, and remember, like, even if we're not technically West Anakin, the West Anakins are helping Cliffs Bay or Kokaris. That you know, it we want it to get off its feet and these guys are just gonna like attack all our friends. So
4: I don't know. What, what...
1: I Zero want to be point. a hero, but I understand if you all think we should run away instead.
2: Oh, no I'm just trying to
1: be brave for Zachariah.
2: Or Savannah, I mutter to myself. What? Not nothing.
4: Alrighty then, well, it seems like we're about to have a bit
1: of a scuffle, everybody.
2: Um, and these are two they're two warships, right? They're not just like fishing boats.
1: They are indeed warships. You can they... recognize. Um, I think you can see their names if you hover over. One is a destroyer. One is a battleship.
2: And, and they're fully, don't... fully stocked.
1: They look a... like they are.
2: Full crew.
1: Looks like it. They're Go ahead and make a make a perception check.
2: Okay, good old perception check.
1: You can do it with advantage. There's a whole group of you.
2: Yay! Observing. Advantage. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Nice. nice. 19 plus, what, 8 is a lot. Yeah. 27.
1: Shit. Um, Okay, yeah, their their hulls are a little bit damaged from the rough water that they've had to go through. They've probably been through a couple sea storms, but they do look like they're fully crewed, and uh, perhaps more importantly, they're fully armed.
2: So maybe try to go for hull damage if we were going to target something.
1: If you're going to target something, it looks like that's already received a beating.
2: Okay. I will, um... guys, we should um, try. It looks like they've seen some rough seas. Um, I don't think we could take them out on a full one-on-one fight. Um, we have one cannon and they have like so many cannons, um, but maybe if we get really lucky and we target the the hole. Uh, we can kind of mess them up and have enough time to get away. Does that Maybe sound like a plan?
4: Don't see the other ships on this map. Maybe they're under clouds. Nope, I don't see
1: them. You don't see them? Nope. Oh, they're them. hidden. That's why they're on the DM layer. There we go. <laughs> oh. That mystical layer.
2: I wasn't yeah. even looking at it. I was looking at my spell. Did I say?
4: To- but we just keep to the port side, sail to keep our side on the small ship side.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Not sail between them and not be on the big size guns.
2: Yep.
0: Right. I would say Try we to- cut straight like that way if we can. Just straight off to the port.
2: Try to aim for the holes. Oh, how
3: do I undo those? Because if we can go this way enough, they'll they'll have to intercept. Well, you know, maybe we go
1: this way. The clouds are also reflective of the direction the wind is blowing right now.
2: I was really hoping to use hallucinatory terrain and kind of um, put, like, or a giant rock or something in the water that they'd have to, like, kind of avoid and fuck them up, but that's a ten minute casting time.
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, otherwise, that's not a bad idea because it's a little bit misty. Um,
2: I mean, I could do that. um, Do you think
1: we have ten minutes?
2: If we have ten minutes.
1: So, your ships move at a rate of, uh, Roughly two to three squares per like six seconds. Oh, wow! So we're coming up real fast,
2: real fast. I don't think, yeah, we have 10 minutes for this. One. Yeah, it's, it's gonna it be it would been a good idea, it's gonna be
1: tight that... or not squares, hexes.
2: I guess that's it. Hallucinatory terrain's really good for setting up a trap, isn't it?
6: Yeah.
1: okay um yeah so is is that the general plan head uh i guess this would be west but let's just call it north because of the orientation of the map (laughs) um (laughs) head north yeah up okay oh
2: should we do should we do stage directions it's Upstage.
1: Stage top left. It's off the porch, bow. Actually,
2: it's upstage right.
1: It depends on where the audience is sitting.
2: I am assuming I'm um, the audience because I'm looking at it.
1: We're the actors. Up, up. <laughs> Going up. If anything. Um okay, so let's roll initiative. Because we're just doing this on a macro level with like the three boats and a zoomed out map um, I'll use whichever of you have the highest initiative can roll
0: mm-hmm. uh, well Jack's initiative is
2: uh, there's my character <laughs>
0: plus one mine's two
2: I have plus three
4: Ooh, there you go
2: oh I'm clacker clacker you can have it oh
4: Yep. Wow. Roll better than a four. Ro- Alright, we'll roll better than it? a nine.
2: There's no combat. Yay. So yeah, I'm
1: I'm not using the combat function until you're close enough to see the crew.
2: Okay.
1: So just do like a, a dex check.
2: Ooh, dex check.
1: Yeah, just. What's just the, the range track. of our
4: cannon?
2: Ooh, it's a seventeen.
1: Um, Pip, the range of your cannons is up to eight hundred feet.
4: Okay.
2: You said cannons plural, like we have multiples of them.
1: The range of your cannon. It's we go
4: three, I cannon. got one right here and one right here.
2: Do you think Popboy can be the cannoneer? That'd be, That'd be that so cute. Be
1: yeah. So on your on your ship's turn it can take three actions. It can move it, can fire its cannons it can use Nagisha's eye rays um, let's see what else it can do. You should all have access to the uh um, let's see. To your Stormbreaker like character sheet in your journal entry. Memory, Just be sure that you do. Description.
2: Oh, this is fun.
4: It's not filled yeah. out though.
2: This is fun.
1: The description is yeah. I mean, some of it is not in depth, but page zero has the stats that should have a, like oh in the, the stuff rules. Right uh, wait, uh, journal entry.
4: Journal. I was looking at like the player sheet for
1: it gotcha yeah. net, net. journal entry is yeah <laughs> um, oh another action you can take for like closer range if you want to conserve your ammo is you can have all of the crew fire their muskets like in synchrony um, so I'm not I'm not tracking musket ball ammunition I am tracking cannonball ammunition
2: Okay. and what's that to... oh, 90 feet there we go yeah And that's a random roll.
1: Yes. Mm. Yeah, so you do get to go first. See if you can get yourself into a more favorable position.
2: Yeah, Captain Jack. I think we... If we have three actions, does that mean we can, like... triple dash, if that makes sense?
4: I think the boat just moves the three squares.
1: Okay. Yeah, correct. Um, but also, we can kind you're... of
2: position it,
1: right? But if you're if you're only moving and doing nothing else, you can uh, move nine squares. I think we should like basically shoot for that corner.
5: Yeah.
0: Either we fake them out and we shoot straight starboard, and then they'll have to go south to intercept which would give us more room to go around them once we did. Or we yeah. just go straight for going around them.
4: I say we; it might be best we'll probably have the shortest uh, time of being shot at if we go to, our, to the starboard side. Get them to cut that way and then go and then yeah and then juke them out weight. because they'll have to do a full turnaround and then go against the wind
1: all right but well, that's well, if we're uh,
0: running i got to make well, a, a
1: snap decision the crew needs to know what to do i mean i think that sounds like a good plan to me is that we cut
4: oh wait her. we are we decided we were fighting them right
2: I think this this first action we should kind of position ourselves a little better because I think we're still out of range.
1: So yeah, go in starboard. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Stage right.
1: Starboard. All right, and triple moving is that? Yeah, sounds like that's the agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then they're gonna have to cut
0: straight right at us to the south here. Yeah. Right. And then once they do that, they'll still be
1: in front. So we should be better positioned for cannonballs. As the uh, larger, as the battleship nears you, you see that it also has an enormous bronze dragon masthead.
2: Dope. That definitely wasn't the thing I saw in the chat earlier.
1: The masthead's (laughs) eyes are burning with, like, lit coals
2: okay um steam is coming this, from
1: its mouth or smoke and we're
2: its. in deep open water right
1: uh yes like full okay. ocean water you're not um again you're you're still before like a huge continental drop but there's like at least 90 feet of water below you
2: okay so yeah um, he's really clearly booking for us Yes. Right.
1: Yes, they're both clearly coming directly for you. Yeah, they. Yeah, they changed course.
0: Fun. We okay. changed course, then they changed course, which yeah. is an aggressive
3: action, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, so, the ocean water is going to be between 100 and 200 feet deep right now. <clears throat>
2: okay.
1: And then once you get a little bit past the aquatic nation of Nereau, it's going to drop to you know miles. Islands.
2: Every time
1: I look at my character
2: sheet, fun fact. Uh, so she's at Slain's a high elf, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But
2: the high elf icon in Foundry is like a little maple leaf that kind of looks like a seaweed leaf. And always a when it always a high elf. I was going to say yeah. she was
6: a regular <laughs> elf until the seaweed. Exactly. <laughs> now she's a high
1: elf. Uh, it's back to you. Both of the ships have moved, they're approaching you.
2: Um, um, do we wanna be the first to initiate or should we let oh, them it's initiate
4: initiated the combat. It, uh, this is been initiated. Initiated.
2: It's initiated. It's initiated. I don't know,
6: I
4: couldn't All roll right. initiative, so Just hmm. yeah no, no, this this is combat. We already
1: <laughs> So are you uh opening fire? We
4: should move and then open fire with the cannon, maybe?
1: Because right now it's a direct
4: line. We have one and they would have one on us. They wouldn't have be able to get their and starboard cannons on this.
1: Yeah, and even those of you that aren't using a spyglass can see they are armed to the teeth with cannons. Especially the big ship. It has a lot of cannons. Now, you uh... can uh, call your shots and target the cannons themselves. You can target their helmet or their sails or their oars to limit...
4: I don't know. Maybe we should just put her as much into the hole of the big one and try to sink it as fast as possible.
2: That too. Um, if I recall um, all cannoneers needed some target practice. Uh, can I go down and uh, to where the cannoneers are?
1: Mm-hmm. And... Guidance? Is that yeah, what you mean? I didn't guidance? mean to
4: say it for you, but it was like is that what she's thinking? Was I mean, you can also... Thinking
2: where like I can enhance ability.
1: What I would suggest is that you just mechanically help them with okay, your Okay, give guiding. them a help action. Yeah, because it's 200 feet or 800 with disadvantage, so you can nullify that disadvantage. Okay, um, yeah.
2: I'll go down and uh, kind of give them a little therapy pep talk and yeah. kind of um, tell them uh, like uh, validate their self-worth and maybe it will inspire <laughs> leadership in them.
1: <laughs> nice. All right, so you've moved. You have one action that you can take now. Sorry, you. I, I let you take three actions last turn. You're supposed to only take two because you have a half staffed crew. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. So they uh, will unleash their cannons. With an eight, they're gonna miss. Your, your crew misses. That was Alex. us. Yeah. Boo. Oh.
2: Alex, are you a hag? <laughs> you have to tell me.
6: <laughs> no, maybe um, you just have to blend in with the crew and find out who's a ooh. hag.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. Now, that was Celine and the crew. The rest of you, if you have anything that's effective at, what is this, a 700, yeah,
2: 550 foot range. Um... I might have something once they get closer.
1: Yeah. And right now, helping was your action, so I can't imagine yeah. a bonus action would do much to I mean, I could always bonus
2: action starry mode.
1: Oh, sure. If you want to get that going now, you can.
2: <laughs> no, I don't feel like it.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone else? <laughs> nope. Hmm
4: don't suppose if I enlarged the
1: cannon, do more, right? <laughs> if you enlarge the cannon and the cannonball. Well, I would assume we'll I would only more.
4: enlarge it after a cannonball was sure. inserted in.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll say yes, that'll do more damage, but it's only going to work on that one cannonball. Yeah.
4: Hmm. It'll be a trump card for another time.
2: Okay. I, if someone else wants to go down and help the crew next turn I have a thing I can do that might be able to help maybe so I'm gonna say you guys are doing great Um, good teamwork down here uh, maybe be better at aiming and I'm gonna run up to the deck I,
1: I, I think our cannon is on the deck just say it. Yeah, the cannon is on the deck. It's on the... Oh, I thought it was,
2: like, in the little... Un- no, downstairs no. And
1: It is close. on the... It, it is on the... prow, <laughs> the, the front of the yeah. boat. Okay. Yeah. Now, as you can see here, the ships have moved closer. The smaller ship has basically no good way to attack you without risking its... Without risking hitting the battleship. The battleship, on the other hand, is going to be able to unload on you on its next turn. Although it was just able to move this turn. So, as we're into range of, um, I think, cannons can be fired without disadvantage. Spells can probably be shot off at this point. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to find out what happens after the break. And so, podcast listeners, I'm sorry, but that means you're going to have to go another seven days not knowing. Or, I guess, in the meantime, just hop over to YouTube and look up the recording. But uh, next time, join us live bi-weekly on Thursday evenings, 730 Eastern. We will see you all shortly, right after the break.